This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hello, spooky bitches, and welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. It's Monday, which means Jimmy Fela is here to get us prepped for Halloween. Which, you know, I'm all for Halloween being the entire month of October. And here's why. Mm. When we were kids, the level of debauchery, yes. they shut down an intersection of my suburban neighborhood just outside of Portland because of the shaving cream and the egg throwing. Yes. And I've always longed to get back to that splendid, just wilding. Well, to, to- Because nowadays it's like... You see kids, mm-hmm. you know, clumping up like that. Mm-hmm. They're stealing stuff from Lululemon and punching old ladies in the face. Yes. And, and then back was... then we were just lobbing eggs at Mercedes. <laughs> Time was you could throw a watermelon off an overpass and, you know, like a responsible <laughs> young man finding his way you in the world. Do though that I, anymore. Uh, I do get it. Uh, I, too, was part of, I guess you'd call it like almost Halloween hazing, eggs and shaving cream. Mm-hmm. No, it was tactful. We really weren't like assaulting vehicles or really doing damage to property. But we were We're doing a little bit of property damage, but it was nothing you couldn't rinse off. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like we'd spray paint out, not spray paint, but shaving cream, a stop sign, Mm -hmm. you know, the school gym or something stupid. And I think that level for real. The neighborhood floozy. That you will listen. She had it because she needed to shave. I mean, I got to tell you, (laughs) ours, she didn't have a lot of time between sets. You know, we had a few and- (laughs) <laughs> where I grew up, they put up a lot of numbers. And, uh, you know, the point is that type of controlled chaos, I think in a weird way was good. Yeah. In a weird way, because it kind of policed itself. I we, mean, that was free range parenting. That's exactly that was, what it was. That was like your parents would send you out with a pillowcase. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like they didn't know what you had in the pillowcase. They didn't know if you had a half a dozen eggs or, you know, can of barbasol they had no idea no they were just like okay just go get some candy and make sure we let's look at the candy before you go to bed to make sure there's no razor blades <laughs> the the general rule of thumb though it's like the less your kid was trying on his outfit the more likely he was engaging in chicanery because mm-hmm. you go from like costumes to like all of a sudden you're like the seventh grader yeah, paramilitary just, guerrilla yeah, warfare yeah and then all of a sudden yeah you know but you're showing up in just like a half an islander's jersey like i'm a hockey player <laughs> but there's no effort you're wearing what you would have wore to school the day before yeah. but it entitles you to candy because it's representation of some type of uniform mm-hmm. and once you got to that phase that's when you were doing what you just described which is halloween became more about the haze than the feed so I still love the feed, though. So oh, yeah. I look, in in New York City, um, here's how it goes. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know why people waste their time in the suburbs. Because in New York City high rise, mm-hmm. you will get more candy than if you work at the Hershey's factory. <laughs> is that I'm true? Not, I'm not even kidding. So this is how they do it. Um, the uh, The units that want to give out candy, you sign up and they give you a piece of paper to put on your door. Oh, my god! So goodness. kids know to go to those doors. The higher the floor, the less likelihood of seeing kids. So kids know 7, 8 o'clock, they go knocking on those higher floor doors. And I'm telling you, 
like singletons and couples no kids, they will empty out whatever they have in the bowl just to get you out of their hair. <laughs> and like my girls have come home with so much candy. They're little, they're, my daughter's arms fell off one year. We had to take <laughs> her to Mount Sinai so they could reattach her arms because the candy bag was so heavy. That much. <laughs> I love this. Uh, there is an art to, I don't, I don't speak to the high rise art of trick or treating, but I do feel like Halloween at some point in the hours you just spoke to descends into not an exercise in benevolence by the homeowner, but an exercise in like, we've got to get this stuff out of it's the house. It's a war of attrition. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what ultimately happens as they run low on, on, you know, candy, you'll start to get other things. I've gotten shoe polish, you know, <laughs> just things they, shame, things did, they need to get rid of. We did have. You know, because the, the lore builds over the years. Yeah. And so the old people who haven't had kids for a long, long time, they're very consistent. So, and you got to stay away from them because either they try and rope you into coming in the house. So we had old people like, oh, let's bob for apples. And it would, but the apples are like really, really old and real wormy. <laughs> and it's like, uh. And then you have the angry old people who would tape five pennies together. Oh, the penny people. Yeah, the penny people. The two, yeah, the two thing, worst things you could ever be are penny people or apple people. Like, if you gave out an apple, you usually got the apple back. <laughs> sure <laughs> and, and not in a nice way. Right, the windshield of the Buick. And you, yeah, you can always tell which house is going to give you apples. It's the one with apples on its roof. <laughs> It's the one with apples on its cars. It's the one with apples on the front windows. If you gave out apples, you got apples back. <laughs> and some eggs. Straight and up. some shaving cream. Yes, you got plenty Couple back in return. Paper. You got it all back. <laughs> okay. The penny guy, you're just like, you might just forewarn the other people. Pennies, yeah. and they might not yeah. go. And they might have meant well. But I think, honestly, I think this is where Halloween would succeed. I think we should recognize it as an exercise, and you called it free-range parenting. Mm -hmm. Because one thing I will tell you in the suburbs is no kids trick-or-treat alone anymore. They oh. trick-or-treat in groups of 30 with 60 parents, 50 parents behind them mm -hmm. towing um, radio flyer wagons filled with alcohol. Yeah. Yes. And they're all filming it and they've got to take a picture at every house and at every picture. And to be honest with you, for the kids, it's almost like a drag now. They don't enjoy it the way we did. No. Because part of why we enjoyed it's it. It's very demonstrative on the part of the adults. Yeah. Like we have to prove yeah. we have the family costume and yeah. we have the best decorations oh. and grandma's going to stay behind and, and yeah, nobody give out the keto treats. Yeah, nobody... <laughs> And the kids just want to like run from house to house to house. But when you have to trick Egging and shaving creaming. Well, in a perfect world. But even in the age where they're just in it for the candy, like they're thrilled to have a costume on, they still just want to go at their own pace. They don't want to worry for all 28 kids. They just want to go. And there was kind of like this natural selection aspect to who you trick or treated with. You might start with 12 people, but you might finish the day with two like-minded people. Yeah. who just wanted as much candy as they could and two people who'd splinter off. And this is where I think the overbearing um, public posture of parenthood now, mm -hmm. I think is a detriment to the kids because those were their stand by me moments. They didn't quite go see a dead body, but they knocked on homes that looked like they might have one inside. Mm -hmm. And you got that rush of like, whoa, and yeah. we got out of there with the Snickers, you know, <laughs> yeah, and that's but amazing. We got, we got yelled at by a woman. I'll never forget one year. She's like, the lights are out. And when the lights are out, Halloween is over. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, you're like two houses away from my house. Like, yeah. I just want one more yeah. bonus hundred grand before <laughs> I get back home because I know my brothers are going to steal it anyway. So uh -huh. I got to I got to do uh, I need an insurance policy. I got to make sure I, I fall into a diabetic coma tonight because it's the only <laughs> chance I have. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. If someone doesn't get their foot sawed off, we have failed as a Halloween. <laughs> someone needs every type of diabetes. Oh, you've never heard of them. Yeah, Wilford but, Brimley. Yeah, the, the best. The patron saint of Halloween and diabetes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilford Brimley, who, by the way, not to get sidetracked, plays the manager in The Natural. And he's so good. He's the one who keeps telling Roy Hobbs to sit yeah. one out. Uh, but I got a soft message. Wilford Brimley would want you to let your kids trick or treat on their own. He told me that personally. Yeah. He said, just let them out of the house. Wait, let's get our Ouija board out. <laughs> Mr. Brimley. There it is. But here's the thing. Halloween. Really quick. Okay. I grew up where Halloween was the Super Bowl. Do you remember there was a Garfield Halloween special where he mm-hmm. just, the whole thing is candy, 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 candy. Yeah. Candy. It's so healthy to have that thing. And I think we need, I do. I think we need to throw back. We need to scale back Halloween. You know, you said there are parents now in city high rises that have signs that say we're participating. I think we could, even if we've just got to make it a zone, there's like a two block area. That's mm-hmm. a parent free trick or treat zone. Now the parents are there on the other side. You could still geotag your kid with an app, but give him a few blocks of running door to door on his own without catching up with the group and making sure the dog's costume is on. Right. Yeah. See, my it's- girls always knew when to do that. Yeah. As soon as mom cracked the fifth white claw, <laughs> they knew it was okay to ask permission to just speed off on their own. They knew how to work those refs. And now. My my older daughter, to whom you have given some sage advice mm-hmm. for college, yeah. uh, she she is at a party school where Halloween is is the big event. Whoa! So I'm I'm I might send an exorcist before. <laughs> well, what I think might happen this year, this is where colleges might benefit for real. You know, in the past there has been like a real aggressive over policing of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like you can't wear anything; it might be insensitive. You know. I think the world is bad enough in the moment that we might get back to perspective that a Halloween costume is not a threat to anybody, that it's not really uh, an attack or a cultural appropriation or, you know, anything like that. I think we might be getting perspective forced on us in mm. this moment in a way that might absolve your daughter from going. So my the, Palestinian Jeffrey Epstein yes, costume thing, might actually thing, be well received. The thing you recommended for her mm-hmm. might be passable this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe not next year, maybe not last year, mm-hmm. but this might be your moment to get away with this. <laughs> oh, the things that we got away with that our kids may never be able to because Parents are ruining childhood by overparenting. That's what I mean. Yeah. And Halloween was a day to cut the cord mm-hmm. and just let them go. They'd figure out basic life skills. And people would say like, oh, well, you know, you got to police them. You know, somebody's going to put a razor in a Jolly Rancher. I'm like, yo. Do you know how hard that is? Well, number one. But number two, if your kid can't spot the razor in the Jolly Rancher, <laughs> he wasn't long for this place anyway. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. I'm not saying there aren't bad actors out there, but I'm saying it's like at some point we got to let these kids kind of, you know, they've got to develop their tongue. They've got (laughs) stop it. But we do need to develop some self-preservation instincts. And I think Halloween went a long way towards doing that. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, no, but I'm not wrong to long for the glory days where a little bit of vandalism went a long way in terms of really making memories. Thank you. 
Okay. It's the, the shaving, creaming, the egging, you know, things like that. And that was also like a step towards adulthood, you know, when you started to get, you know, attacked because they were treating you as like kind of an equal to the older kids, mm-hmm. you know, they, cause you know, the worst kids in your neighborhood really did know better than to hold down a five-year-old and put a shaving cream bottle in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they did it anyway, cause it was fun, but they knew better. <laughs> you know what I mean? They knew better. Okay. But the truth is that was part of your evolution socially. So I, I'm not advocating for violence or massive property destruction, no. but I am advocating minimal property destruction. Thank you. Just very minimal, <laughs> preferably none that I own in a perfect world. Well, we'll have to check in and, and see this what happened and, and who have the best Halloween weekend. <laughs> this kid aged poorly. Where'd my windshield go? <laughs> I was just on a Kennedy podcast. <laughs> I got a windshield. Ah, this is a perfectly good Bronco. Save this Thanks, world. OJ. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see how you fare. Let your kids do what they want to do. And if you have to relive your, your Halloween through them, uh, just do it on your own time. Cut the cord and make the memories. Uh, this has been Kennedy Saves the World. Along with Jimmy Fela. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.